Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour number two of VSIN's primetime action. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could hang out with us Friday night. Friday means football, and Friday means floral shirts, by the way. I was the only one who got the memo, so it's awkward. Uh, we will go through more and more football games, the ones we haven't gotten to. But first, we should update some baseball scores and some live lines because uh, for the Yankees fans, uh, after the Yankees drop a game last night, fall a half game behind the Blue Jays and a half game behind the Red Sox in the fight for the two AL wild card uh, positions. Pretty good start to the night with the Yankees up one to nothing and the Jays, Hunjun Ryu getting just absolutely shelled. Yeah, quick update. Uh, Cameron Champ uh, now six six strokes off the cut line, <laughs> 15 strokes off the lead. They're still showing him with three holes to play. Uh, in college football, start there. Start College football, UCF still with that 7 nothing lead over Louisville. Uh, six and a half minutes remaining in the first quarter. Looks like about 14 and a half to 15 and a half you could find out there on the live line. 64 and a half to 65 on the live total. Over in baseball, uh, Rockies and Nationals, I'll start with one of the hottest games of the night. 2-2, bottom of the third. Nationals minus 130 live. Rockies, even money, 10 and a half, the live total in that game. Yankees with that one nothing lead over the Indians. They are off the board right now as far as live lines go. Uh, twins up on the Blue Jays, 5-2. to two. Live numbers there, Twins minus 255. Blue Jays plus 190 and 14 and a half is your updated total. Pirates and Marlins all tied up at one, top of the third. Live odds in that game, Marlins minus 195. Pirates plus 155 and 7.5 the total. 
Phillies out to a one nothing lead over the Mets. That game also in the bottom of the third inning. Phillies minus 210 live Mets, plus 165 and 5.5 and the total. Tigers leading the Rays 4-1 to in the bottom of the third. Tigers a minus 225 live favorite. Only plus 175 you can get on the Rays right now. Down three runs in the Jeez. bottom of the third. 11.5 the total on that game. Red Sox holding the 2-1 lead over the Orioles. They are minus 675. Uh, Orioles plus 425. That game is in the top of the third inning. Uh, and Dodgers Reds still scoreless. Game in the top of the fourth. If you wanted to hop in live right now, Dodgers sitting at min- minus 155. Reds plus 125. And five and a half the live total. Thank you, Kelly. It's time to play. How much would I have to pay you? How much would I have to pay you to watch that? How many American dollars would I have to pay you to sit and watch that Marlins-Pirates game? You are not allowed to have a wager on it. You are not allowed to have texts and do other things on your phone. You just must sit there and watch that baseball game and soak it in for all it's worth. How much? $372. $372. That's, that's, a, that's a decent figure. That's a decent figure. Can I get you for less, figure. though? I like that. Three, uh, you can, uh, I'll tell you, I'll do 370. <laughs> there we go. He, he prices you know, right at you. I was liking the question at first because uh, yeah. I will never forget uh, a couple of friends. I went down to a Marlins game as soon as they opened up the ballpark. So like three months later, yeah. three months later, it was empty already. Nobody uh. was there. So it, friends convinced me to go down to a game. I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like bringing all this stuff with me. They're like, what do you bring with you? I'm like, stuff to watch while, while we're watching this Marlins game. <laughs> so I had an iPad out with like other games going, you know, yeah. I'm betting on. I'm like, I need to be able to watch something. Did you bring your bathing suit and go in the pool? No, the Clevelander? Not that time, but I've been oh. in there. Man, that's fun. That's a I'm sorry, at the Marlins ballpark I'm talking about. Yeah, that's at the Clevelander? No, you're right. Yeah, they have oh, the, the Clevelander's Clevelander. the club, gotcha. and they got the pool right there. Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. It was a Clevelander associated. Yeah, I've yeah. spent many a, a New party. Year's Eve at the Clevelander, it's by the way. It's another story for another night. Uh, let's continue with week number two. Uh, as mentioned, Raiders at Steelers. Raiders coming off that bananas game where they beat the Ravens on Monday night in a bizarro fashion. Steelers, as we mentioned, uh, beating the Bills. Remember the big play in that game. Steelers scored 17 points in the fourth quarter against the Bills, but the big play was that block punt return for a touchdown early in the fourth quarter, which put the Steelers up uh, 10 at that point. They held on for victory. Steelers, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Here at the South Point. That is here at the South Point. Six-and-a-half. So that, wow. so think about that. That's, re- the, that's anti-regional bias is what that is. But, you know, there's a big Steelers contingent that bets here at the South Point. Were you aware of that as well? Some little, a lot of Pittsburgh people. Uh, Jimmy's got a lot of friends. Got Jimmy's got a lot of friends. Lot of friends. Six, uh, it is six and a half at DraftKings. Yeah. Six and a half across the board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six and a half DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM points bet uh, across the board. 47, the prevailing total in this one. On the Raiders side, listen, they lost their right tackle, Denzel Good, to IR in that game on Monday night. Richie Incognito, their left guard, is out for this game. Running back Josh Jacobs is out for this game. And both defensive ends, Yannick Ngakwe and Carl Nassib, are both questionable. Ungood, Bob. Good luck. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Ungood, Bob. Um, And for the the Steelers, corners uh, Joe Hayden, uh, uh, cornerback Joe Hayden, linebacker Devin Bush are both questionable for this. This is the biggest mismatch of the week, the defensive line for the Steelers against the Raiders offensive line. I mean, T.J. Watt. Now, with all these injuries, it's likely going to get Alex Leatherwood, who's a rookie. So, you're going to get a rookie against T.J. Watt. Good luck in that situation. Uh, Cam Hayward, one of the better defensive linemen in the league as well, probably going to get the backup 
to 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 Denzel. So you're getting you're getting a backup on Cam Hayward. You're getting a rookie on T.J. Watt in this in this thing here. And I mean, if you look at if you look at that just alone, it's enough to where you can kind of overlook how bad Ben Roethlisberger was really in Week One. You can kind of at least overlook that a little bit just because of that matchup. Alone. Now, one of the things we are seeing with the Steelers, we talked a ton about how the Steelers were so reluctant to use play action. Like it was one of the things right. where we were, it was like an, a crazy, crazy, crazy thing where the, so much of the league has understood the benefit of using play action. The Steelers, for whatever reason, just refused to ever use it. Well, in week one, Big, Big Ben did use play action 34% of his dropbacks compared to a 10% average in, 20, in, in 2020. So, like, it is a huge, huge jump. Now, that said, it didn't help him much because, as we just mentioned, he was the lowest-rated passer in all of week one, according to Pro Football Focus. But still, they're at least trying to kind of get with the times here. <laughs> you get the point. Yeah, you get the point. They're at least trying to get with the times here and understand that play action can help open up some stuff uh, with everything. Now, if he was ever going to bounce back, this Raiders team gave up 7.8 yards per attempt last week. You've got them coming in off of a short week as well. And – you look at this, we talk about the deceiving stat lines and stuff from that game on Monday night. Like Derek Carr, final stat line of 34 for 56 for 435 yards and two touchdowns. Derek Carr threw the first three quarters of that game, 18 of 32 for 168 yards and no touchdown. So, like, hit 168 yards entering the fourth quarter and ends up a 435 between the fourth quarter and overtime, right? I mean, it's just a complete, mm. like, it just lets you know how this final stat line can be so completely. Yeah, I mean, it's just so overtime. Fourth quarter and overtime, he goes for 267 yards and two touchdowns and that thing. So he was bad. The play calling was bad. There's not a lot. with The injury situation as well. You guys know, if you listen to our pregame and our, and our breakdowns as we led into the season, I was really low on the Steelers. I'm still probably pretty low on the Steelers. I think Big Ben is completely washed. That said, this game right here, in this particular scenario, short week, Played a late game. They won their first home game here in Las Vegas. I don't know if you know, but the bars don't close here. So what? probably went out and had a nice little evening after that home, after that uh, overtime win there. Then on a short week, travel over to Pittsburgh to go against the best, one of the best, if not the best defensive lines in all of the league with two backup linemen, a rookie going against one of the better pass rushers you've ever seen in TJ Watt. It, 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 I don't like the Steelers at all, but I love the Steelers in this game. This injury report, by the way, for the entire week is is dictating our plays as we speak. That is the biggest unit to unit mismatch. Mm-hmm. The the Steelers defensive line against the Raiders offensive line. And I did not know that the bars stay open. So that yeah. is a revelation as well. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, there's no way these young these the these young multimillionaires went out on the town after they just no won an overtime way. game on Monday night football, right? There's no no chance. No, no chance. service at the no. club. No, I don't no think chance. So. No chance. I don't okay. Think so. I will bring up one thing though. So you we're saying biggest mismatch, but just to be clear, nobody has any bets on this game, right? So this is remember when uh, I said and I walked into the studio and I said yeah, I'm contemplating yeah. a money line parlay. Okay. This was one of the legs of said money line parlay that I'm contemplating. Gotcha. Yeah. Full disclosure. Thank you for the full disclosure. Full yeah. disclosure. Uh States at Panthers, another game with two one and O teams trying to get to two and O. Saints with that huge win over the Packers last week. Absolutely crushed them. Jameis Winston, five touchdown passes, no picks, one hundred forty eight yards passing. That's a touchdown pass every 25, well, no, is it? every 30 yards is what that is almost. Uh, and then the Panthers get by the Jets. Saints are three-point road favorites here. 
three and a half at most books. So if you want the Panthers, you can find the hook out there. Uh, be sure and take a look for that. 44, 44 and a half is your total. Uh, clean injury report for the Panthers. Literally not a single person on the injury report. On the Saints side of things, linebacker Quan Alexander and defensive end Marcus Davenport both got moved to IR. So they are going to be out. Center Eric McCoy is a is a uh, is is a starter for them. He is out. So starting center, linebacker, defensive end, and a couple of backup linebackers also out. Questionable C.J. Gardner Johnson, who is a safety for them. Cornerback Marshawn Lattimore is also questionable for the Saints, as is safety P.J. Williams. So their injury report is absolutely brutal, and the Panthers is completely clean. I do not have a play on this. If I did have to play this game. I would play the Panthers at home, I'm pretty sure. Getting the three and a hook. That is a lot of injuries to overcome. The Saints, I think, listen, as good as they looked against the Packers, let's just be honest, I mean, Jameis Winston didn't have to do very much. He threw for under 150 yards to get that big stat line and that gaudy, you know, five touchdowns. stuff. So, like, I think this Panthers team is capable enough with the with the uphill battle the Saints are likely to be uh, – going up against with this injury report. And let's just remember, the Saints have not been home in nearly a month now at this point, right? And so they're they're still training out of Dallas. They're they're going to have to, you know, they hadn't been home in, in, in forever. There's a lot of things going against the Saints team. I don't think it's an indictment again on, the, on them as it is just bad spot. A lot of points, you know, you're getting three in a hook. So I think if I had to play this, I'd play the Panthers. Malik Cunningham, touchdown uh, for Louisville, pending the extra point, trying to tie it up against UCF late in the first quarter in college football. And then does anybody have any idea what was the uh, John Rom to miss the cut number in this tournament? Eight to one, Brady Cannon was on it. Eight to one. Yep. Nice job, Brady Cannon. Like that might cash. We'll come back. We'll continue one more early game, and then we go to the afternoon. Broncos-Jaguars would be that final early game. It's Beeson's primetime action. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. 
Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, (laughs) There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. You're right, Kelly. We're the only ones who got the You Are Looking Live. Brent's signature call from back in the day on the NFL today. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Uh, I should point out, John Rahm, one under. Uh, he's on 17. The projected cut line is three under at the Fortinet Championship up there in Napa. You've been to Napa before, Matt? About 100,000 times? Oh, about 25 times. 25 yeah. times? I went, well, I went the first time for a wedding, Matt, and I was like, this is, uh, is going to have to be a regular stop every now and then. Are you aware there's some wine up there in Napa? That's why I. That's no. typically why I. Just yeah, I, I frequented. Um, we yeah. talk about the Raiders in their injury rows, guys. This, so this is projected starting line, offensive line for them. Uh, left tackle Colton Miller has 47 career starts. Left guard John Simpson has three career starts. Center Andre James has two career starts. Right guard has 11 career starts. Right tackle has one career start. I was going to say, I was, wait, I was waiting for a name that I recognized, but then he just stopped after the center even naming him. So. Yes, yes. So one guy has 47, then it's 3-2-11-1. Boy, oh boy. That sounds ungood. Yeah, as we said, that's an ungood situation. Unexperienced. Is, honestly, <laughs> if, if, we, if we had come into this not even having looked at any of the games this week, this exercise has already given us two picks, really. Yeah. To me, it sounds like. I'm not now. I'm regretting not putting Pittsburgh on mine now. Yeah, maybe that'll be the wild card. We'll see. Last early game: Broncos at Jaguars. With the Broncos, talk about uh, overreaction uh, after Week One. Broncos are six-point road favorites against the Jaguars. Now, look, the Jaguars uh, look terrible against the Texans. First-year head coach and Urban Meyer, first-year quarterback and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, we have been on record, I have any way of saying, this reminds me, this Urban Meyer uh, experience reminds me a little too much of Steve Spurrier up in D.C. a couple decades ago. Um, so I'm certainly not bullish. But the Broncos, who beat the Giants, we talked about this in the adjusted season win totals, how their season win total was crazy adjusted in a weird way at DraftKings, all the way up to 10.5. That felt like an under. 
but 90% six percent of the handle, six point road favorites, ninety percent of the handle on the Broncos over at DraftKings, man. So I got to thinking about this, guys. After we this is not this game in particular, but I got to thinking about this after we were talking about this on on a couple days ago. They're six point favorites in this game. The win total might go to eleven or eleven and a half after this yeah, game yeah. for us to play we, the under. Yeah. So actually, I hit the pause button. We mm. we talked about that on the numbers game the next morning that that it could go up even further. The only thing, of course, you're risking is if the Jaguars do upset them, you'll never see it you'll again. Never, you'll never see it again. Right. But as six point favorites, you have to be fairly confident that they'll get so, it done. So my, I guess my my thought on that though is completely agree with Max. I'm not that. I don't. I don't. I guess I'm not as bullish on absolutely the Broncos are going sailing under ten and a half, but at eleven and a half, it's worth a bet to me. I don't. I'm not a hundred percent convinced they win here. I'm really not. Well, they, okay. So yeah, you yeah. we're an opposite. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not either. I'm not. But I'd rather it. wait and then play that eleven and a half if it popped. I'm not playing it, but I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you can wait if you want because it will it will go to 11, you would think. The other thing is, this is artificial, too, because DraftKings, one of DraftKings' biggest jurisdictions is Colorado, right? So it's, you know, something yeah, is amiss. And nothing in Florida yet. Something is amiss. So Jags corner Trey Herndon is out. That's the only real injury for them on the Broncos side Excuse of things. Me, yes, Vladimir Guerrero, 46th Again. Jack of the year. But no way he can win MVP. No, I don't think so. But no way. But no way. They shut down. They shut down Shohei for the rest of the and year. I'm getting pitching. a little nervous. Pitching. I might, th- I might throw a few bucks on Vlad. Shut him down. He can't pitch anymore. But that's the reason he's supposed to pitch. I mean, that's the reason he's supposed to win because he is because he's pitching. What's Vlad's ERA? He's not pitching anymore. What's, what's Vlad's ERA again? But he's not. He's not pitching anymore. <laughs> no, I'm curious. What's his ERA? So if just, you're looking for passive aggressive sports betting arguments, he's on a winning. Time he's on a winning team. <laughs> he's on a winning team. The other team's 15 games out of out of their division. What is his WHIP? I'm just, just curious. You know, just saying. Just okay. saying. All right. Just curious. saying. Right. Sorry. Um, guy destroyed that. Oh, my. Six <laughs> to, by annihilated. The way, by the way, six to three twins. I'm that, surprised that ball didn't explode. Like, like just, just, <laughs> just. Poo. If you hit a ball and it explodes, do you automatically get a home run? I think I'm, you should. I think you do. That's what you should do. Um, on the Broncos side, as we know, rod receiver Jerry Judy moved to IR. Uh, pretty gruesome ankle injury with him, but. He's going to be back this season, so I think if you're a Broncos fan, that's at least looking up for you there. Offensive guard Graham Glasgow is doubtful, so he is probably not going to go either. He is a starter. And then linebacker Bradley Chubb is questionable for the Broncos in this thing. I don't have a play. This number seems a little high to me, but the Jaguars looked so completely lost last week. This is one of those where I feel like I should I should be playing the Jags, but after seeing what I saw last week with my own eyes, yeah. it, it's too hard for me. That's how I feel about to get the there, right? Like it's, it's like Falcons it's too hard thing. for me to get there yeah. at this number because they didn't do anything well. I mean, like at the end yeah. of the day, yeah, they got some garbage time stuff and all that. I mean, and, it, and Trevor Lawrence's stats look a little bit better than than really the game played out and all that. It's just for me, it's hard for me to get there from a betting standpoint when I watched that game in my eyes. I rewatched the condensed version, so I saw every single play of that game twice and. They didn't do anything well. Like, there wasn't anything that I took away from that game where I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, the Jags team certainly won. I want to I want to back next week against a Broncos squad that actually came out and, and really, really impressed. Yeah, and listen, I think with, like, the – I'm a little mad I didn't end up betting Teddy Bridgewater week one starter at some point during the offseason because Teddy's just – 
He's just steady, man. He's a veteran quarterback. He knows what he's doing. He's got a good defense. You do that on purpose? You just steady yeah. Teddy. Uh, steady Teddy. Did you do that on purpose? Yeah, I did it. I did we, it. We've got Teddy covers. We have Teddy two gloves, and now we've got Steady, steady Teddy. Teddy. Steady yeah, there, there we go. Uh, but I, so this was one that I was considering Gil like tying into a money line parlay with the Pats. But I'm just like like you're talking about Matt. Like it was like I was trying to make excuses to bet the Broncos, and it's I. I that where it was like, I didn't want to go there. I think the wrapping in with a teaser with the Bengals was a better way to go. So the this was the other half of that money line parlay that I said I was contemplating was was Broncos and to go along with the Steelers. I haven't had this not in the account yet. Maybe by the end of the show. What could go it, wrong? It gets there. Make a putt, Max Homer. <laughs> <laughs> Did Rom not birdie seventeen? By the way, he would need to birdie birdie to make the uh, uh, to make the cut. Not see it live. All right, let's do. Let's go to the afternoon. Let's let's get one in here. Vikings at Cardinals. Speaking of damning injury reports, yeah. So this is one we were we were really taking a look at pretty hard because we were looking at this game as one that we wanted to play and or had already played. On the Cardinals side, right tackle Kelvin Beecham is questionable. That is the only injury on their side. Vikings linebacker Anthony Barr out. Defensive end. Everson Griffin, out. Offensive tackle Christian Derisaw, out. Linebacker Eric Kendricks, questionable. So you have um, three guys definitely out. One guy that is questionable for this Viking squad. This is another defensive line versus offensive line matchup nightmare that we were talking about. The Vikings graded out as one of the bottom half pass blocking units, according to Pro Football Focus last week, and that was against the Bengals. This is against the Cardinals with a Healthy Chandler Jones, and now a J.J. Watt who takes so much pressure off of Chandler. You saw what you got out of Chandler Jones last week with the five sacks. What you also got was seven pressures from him as well because you can't really double and triple team him because then J.J. Watt will just do what, what Chandler Jones did. And so there was a lot of – they were giving too much attention to Chandler to J.J. Watt last week. Chandler Jones went absolutely crazy. You can't really pick and choose how you go about – uh, you know, defending this. And so I, I got on this. I did buy the the half point. There's a shop here in town that lets you buy down cheap, which is, uh, which is pretty nice. And so I was able to buy down um, a half point on that to get the, the Cardinals to three. I love this bet, especially after this injury report comes out where we do have a starting linebacker out. We do have Everson Griffin out at defensive end. We do have offensive tackle and Christian Darisol out. And then Eric Kendricks at least has a chance of not playing and or playing in a limited fashion. And so um, Vikings, prove it to me. Prove it to me that you can go out and that you can keep this Cardinals team from running up and down the field. And and that's basically that we we talk about this Gill. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just do these prove it games. Yep. There's gonna be a prove it game to me. Like prove it to me that you can stop this Cardinals offense from running up and down the field. And and that's the way that I'm gonna go about it. Yeah. Um. By the way, here are some bed MGM insights. NFL Week Two. If we could flash that right up as we uh, go to break here before we go to break. This is at BetMGM, again, just one shop, but a a shop that is in many, many jurisdictions nationwide. Most bet games by ticket count, Cowboys, Chargers, Saints, Panthers, and Niners, Eagles. The highest ticket percentage uh, is on the Saints, the Chiefs, and the Cardinals against their respective three-and-a-half-point spreads. Uh, And then the highest handle percentage, that's the percentage of the total pool of money. The Rams, Broncos, and Bills have taken the most money. So that's interesting that not a single ticket percentage or handle percentage team overlaps. So yeah, don't see that. Don't see that yeah. all the time. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of little bets on the Saints, Chiefs, and Cardinals, and oh, maybe some maybe fewer large bets on the Rams, Broncos, and Bills over there at BetMGM anyway. So interesting that the Cowboys, Chargers, Saints, Panthers, and 49ers, Eagles 
have had the most bets on them. And, and, and one of the things, one of the things to also to point out here is the Vikings run play action maybe more than anybody in the league. Like they just run a ridiculous amount of play action. Well, one of the things that does do that is at least counter counterproductive when you're playing a team like the Cardinals, whatever. So what that does do is it slows things down just a tad, right? Because you have to go through the motion of doing the whole play action thing and all stuff like that. Well, when you have JJ Watt and you have Chandler Jones barreling down on you, like that extra half a second, that extra one second, because we talk about getting the ball out of your hands in you know 2.7 seconds or 2.9 seconds, 3.1. Well, you have to go through the act of doing the play action, and so. There is at least something that can be negative to that when you run a ton of play action against a team with a with a good pass rush like this. Between the between the Cardinals, Rams, and Steelers, just on injury report, don't those have to be picks? We'll find out later. We'll do more games, afternoon games, Falcons, Bucks, Cowboys, Chargers next. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on Beeson, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your Visa free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything that VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's $22. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin uh, updating some baseball Yankees are up on the tribe for Yankees fans out there. Those who have Yankees tickets, it's two to nothing uh, in the top of the fifth. But the uh, oh, that was a big double play that just happened there. So only a runner at third now was first and second. Nobody out, but a runner at third for the tribe uh, with two out though now in the top of the third. Yankees nursing that two to nothing lead, and that is irrelevant because the Blue Jays are getting doubled up by the Twinkies six to three. Uh, that one in the bottom of the fourth with the Blue Jays taking their hacks. And the Dodgers and the Reds going over to the National League, obviously implications for the Reds in the National League wildcard race and implications for the Dodgers atop the NL West in their race with the Giants. Scoreless, bottom of the fifth, but the Reds do have a runner at second with nobody out against Walker Bueller. And, and they're still showing Cameron Champ as he finally leaves the golf going to 18 now. And that's going to be at least a two-run single there for oh, there Javi go. Baez. Or maybe it's just one. Just one. Yeah, one-to-one, though. Phillies and Mets. Mets still mathematically alive. I did just Google it, Gil. Yes. That's right. He is a Fortinet sponsor. Oh, there it is. He cracked the code. So, yeah. Blue star for Mateo. Don't know that that should be dictating our coverage, but still. Yeah. It's almost like I've produced some television <laughs> stuff before. It's almost. And understand nice. how it works. That's yeah. exactly right, Kelly. I'm not really sure that's a valid reason. <laughs> right, yeah, for the but show, okay. every shot, but yeah. okay. All right. Uh, did the Reds just take a, a lead on the Dodgers? It appears that they might have. Did. One to nothing, Reds. Is that an RBI single? Yes, I believe it is. So that's huge. Reds one to nothing now, bottom of the fifth. Uh, still nobody out against the L.A. Dodgers. Implications, once again, for both teams. Let's move on. This is still a 105 Eastern, pardon me, 405 Eastern, 105 Pacific start. This is the one I was talking about earlier. As much as I want to take the Falcons plus the points, because there's no way you can convince me they should be getting 13. And yet I can't seem to do it against the Bucks. On the Bucks side of things, uh, corner Carlton Davis is questionable. If he wasn't able to go, I mean. So you add that with Murphy bunting, right? That's yeah. when I pulled the trigger today. I pulled the trigger today when I saw that. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Murphy bunting's on the IR. Carlton Davis questionable he doesn't go now you got Calvin Ridley going up again it's, 
There is a lot of the, the Falcons injury reports were completely clean. Like there, there wasn't a single person on the injury report at all for the. There, there's like so and many things. Even if they had those guys, this shouldn't be 13. That's just too many That's points. Kind of, that was my thought early yeah. in the week, Gil. But yeah. I didn't want to like I didn't want to over like j- jump on it then. But then I, as soon as I read that today, Matt, I'm like, okay, you could be down your two starting cornerbacks against a Falcons passing attack that at least I think is still going to be pretty good this year. Last week wasn't very impressive, obviously, but uh, that's when I pulled the trigger. I'm like, all right, I will I will be fine dying dying on that ticket if I need to with plus 13. The uh, total is up to 51 and a half at some of the books out there uh, in this thing. So, I mean, the points are still expected to, to come here. So this is another one of those... Defensive line versus offensive line mismatch things going on here, right? So, in a one-game sample, of course, but they weren't good last year. Didn't get much better in the offseason. So, I don't think that we're really going crazy here by by grading them off of what we saw last week whenever we have the entire last season sample as well. Falcons graded out 29th best pass blocking or 29th worst, however you want to look at it, pass blocking unit in the league last week. And listen, that was against... The Eagles defensive line, which is pretty similar to what you're going to get here from this Bucks defensive line. I mean, it is a super talented front four that isn't going to have to blitz all that often to get pressure into and to get after uh, Matt Ryan. So that's the only real concern here. I think if you are trying to figure out why you do or don't want to play the Falcons in this thing is, you know, defensive line versus offensive line is a huge, huge, huge mismatch in favor of the Bucks in this thing. And plus, I mean, the Bucks are just going to score too, right? So it just depends on, is this like a, how open is the back door going to be? And I think it's, I think it could be fairly open here, right? I mean, like, yeah. the, the, I think it could be fairly open. There is a bunch of talent on the Falcons. And if the, we get to a point where the Bucks are just going to kind of call off the dogs, sit in soft coverage, uh, there's enough talent there for them to put up some garbage time points in this thing. I mean, listen, if Jared Goff and the Lions can put up garbage time points with no receivers you've ever heard of and Jared Goff throwing the ball, then definitely Matt Ryan can put up garbage time with Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts and well, Russell Gage and company. Can I go one step further? Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw the, the, the Buccaneers required a field goal with two seconds left to beat the Cowboys. Is it? Am I going crazy to even say the Falcons, with all those mismatches now with the injuries in the Bucs secondary, I mean, the Falcons' defense isn't worse than the Cowboys' defense. This couldn't be a, a, a down-to-the-wire kind of game, too? I don't think so, but um, I, I think I'm just Falcon, saying, yeah. I don't think so either, but why not on paper if yeah. it happened on Thursday? Why couldn't saying? this be? I mean, you you would have said end of – I mean, you would have said going into the yeah. year, right, that the Falcons-Cowboys' defenses were about on par, right? I think the Falcons' defense is better than the Cowboys' defense. Their offense is probably not quite as good, right, right? but still – Anyway, I'm just ma- I, I like your bet, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, I, I yeah, I pull, I couldn't once I saw that today about the corners. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna pull the trigger. I mean, Matt, you're right. Like, well, the fact you got the 13 because it's not there across the industry right now. I mean, like, like I mean, DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM, points bet, they're all at 12 and a half. So I mean, yeah. like, it's it's one spot here in Vegas. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's like it's quality to get that 13, right? I mean, we talk about. We talk about the the key numbers, and yeah, thirteen doesn't come up. But John I mean, Rob when we are out once we get in these kind of once we get in these these bigger spreads, right? You you certainly want the thirteen if you're betting the dog. You know, you much rather like get a little bit of push equity in that thing if you're gonna if you're gonna play these bigger spreads, right? 
John Rom did not hold out for his eagle opportunity. Okay, on so 18, he will. So. He will. Looks like he will miss the cut. Looks like he will miss. And that. Brady Cannon looks like he will cash an eight to one. Do you have regret that you didn't play Rom to miss the cut? No, because I didn't even look at this. I didn't even look at the golf okay. tournament. I, I I did fifteen minutes of research and just trusted a guy that yeah. that I trust. And and fortunately, I have the leader right now. UCF uh, UCF was up on Louisville seven to nothing. Louisville tied him up. Then they went up fourteen to seven, and Louisville with a touchdown right there, extra point pending to tie it up at fourteen nine thirty eight left in the second there in college football. All right, Cowboys. Speaking of the Cowboys, Cowboys at Chargers. Chargers. This was three. Now it's three and a half, I believe. Consensus. Uh, on the Los Angeles Chargers, a game with the highest total on the board of 55. Yeah, so we are looking, let's see, three threes and three and a halfs are available out there. So definitely shop around 54 and a halfs and 54s are available still as well. On the Chargers side of, th- side of things, they put their right tackle, Brian Balaga, on the IR. Uh, corner Chris Harris is out in this thing. Their defensive end, starting defensive end, Justin Jones, is doubtful, so you can pretty much count him out as well. Starting safety, Nasir Adderley is questionable for them. Now on the Cowboys side of things, their right tackle, Lyle Collins, suspended. He is a starter. Defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence to IR. He is a starter. Defensive end, Randy Gregory, out on the COVID list. He is a starter. So these uh, uh, Michael Gallup was, was sent to IR. He also a starter. So these guys are all not playing for sure. And then you have Tyler Nesky, who is a offensive tackle who was going to fill in for Collins, but he was taken to the hospital yesterday for a heat related illness and he has been ruled out. So this is like worst case scenario here for this Cowboys team from an injury and standpoint, and everything like that both by the way, and both of their starting safeties are both questionable. Kansas They're City, not out, at least. Kansas City, Baltimore, by the way, flirting with uh, having the same total as this, 54 and a half, 55, somewhere in that pocket. Uh, handle on the money line, Cowboys 95%. 95%. Good on you, I guess. And this, again, <laughs> lives money probably coming in way before this injury report comes out and stuff. But, I mean, listen. 95. 90. I know. That's crazy. Lyle you, Collins, way, Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory, Michael Gallup. Uh, that's it, insane. It, it's yeah. it's it's all of these guys are all these guys are 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 out, and again, both starting safeties are questionable as well in this game. And then you look on the Charger side of things. Chris Harris is out. By the way, starting corner against this against this offense mm-hmm. and these wide receivers. So you've got that going on there. Their defensive end and Justin Jones is out, and and then one of their right. There's going to be points in this game like something crazy, yeah. and and so I understand it's super high. We were saying this earlier in the week. It would not surprise me if this game plays into the 60s at all. It's not in my account yet. I think it'd probably end up it, in it my has, account. Maybe like a, a, a like I'm a half more like a half type play or something the, like that. The half over a unit. or the charge? The over. The over. It has swung back to. I mean, I've seen it's 54 and a half. So it's not 55. I mean, yesterday I think yeah. it was 55 everywhere. But Gil, you always ask this question a lot. The, the game you want nothing to do with. This would be the game from a side standpoint. I want nothing to do with. Those are a lot of injuries for the Cowboys, though. That's for sure. It's a whole lot. of. I mean, yeah. if I had to play a side, I'd play the Chargers. Yeah. I, I just don't, you know, with the way that the Cowboys can score. Can score. They can yeah. score with anybody. Yeah. The way that That's they the can thing. score is the thing that just has me off, especially with, with those injuries. With Harris being out, Balaga, you know, the right tackle being out as well, defensive end being out. There's just, if they didn't have that, I probably would have pulled the trigger on the Chargers. All right. We still got to get to the Titans Seahawks. That's the last of the day games. Then the primetime game Sunday night between the Chiefs and the Ravens. And, of course, Monday night, the Lions and the Packers. Chris Felique at the top of the hour to talk college football with us as well. Thanks for sticking around. Settle in.
We're not going anywhere on Visa's primetime action. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. It's a new feature that gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game across all sports. You'll also be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits, yet another way. I can't count the ways, but it's yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Gil, Matt, Kelly, going through the Week 2 schedule uh, beyond last night's Giants-Washington game that was uh, just absolutely crazy down to the wire. Washington winning at 30 to 29. It is our final of the day games, Matt. Uh, I just oh, do oh, yeah, want yeah. to point out. Right. I'm um, sorry. Yes. I do have a player prop in that Chargers game. I have over on Mike Williams at 53 and a half receiving yards. Again, if we think this game is going to shoot out, then I mean, 53 and a half for the number two receiver there is just, just, just egregiously low. It has risen. That said, Full disclaimer, it has risen to 58 and a half at this point. My projection is 73 for Mike Williams in this. So I still think I would play the over even at 58 and a half as it is. But if this game is, okay, we're looking at a game with a 55 total. They're going to, they got to move the ball up and down the field somehow. And you're telling me the number two receiver for the Chargers here in a, a just a completely depleted Cowboys defense here is going to be held under 54 yards. I'll take my chances Every single time. So, Mike Williams on over-receiving. All right. We can't leave a prop dangling. We don't yes. want to do that. Okay, we got that done. Okay, let's go to the final afternoon game. Titans at Seahawks. Seahawks 1-0 after their relatively easy win against the Colts last week. And, of course, the Titans got absolutely destroyed by the Cardinals. Uh, Seahawks by six. Does that not seem too much? Six and a half at most. Six places. and a half now. Does that not seem like it's too many points? Solo Jack for the Phillies, two to one in the top of the fifth. And the Dodgers trailing the Reds one to nothing at the top of the sixth, but have runners at first and second with two out. And the Twins doubling up the Blue Jays. Yankees up on the tribe, two to nothing. So this is another one of those. And <laughs> I I said this exact thing to 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 some buddies when we were talking through this game, and I was like, this is one. We should all be on the Titans. This seems like an incredible overreaction. It does. It's six and a half across the board now, so you're getting almost a full touchdown. I feel a however coming. However, <laughs> I so to do my full homework, I go back. I rewatch the little condensed version of this uh, of the game from last week. The Titans could not do anything. I mean, it was a pathetic performance from the offense and the defense. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I haven't mentioned this. When I, when you were, I was watching Red Zone last Sunday, yeah. you know how they go to every game yeah. pretty much at different times. There's one game that oftentimes mm. doesn't get shown. Then like, okay, finally somebody's in scoring position. I think it was the Buffalo-Pittsburgh game. But every time they went to that Arizona-Titans game, Arizona had the ball 100% yeah. of the yeah. time. The, t- the Titans it, were never on offense. It was it, like we were talking yeah. about the Eagles, and, we ha- and we're saying like, wow, they put together a really complete performance, a really good well, this was a really complete performance as well, except the complete opposite. It was like absolutely pathetic on both sides of the ball. Horrible on defensive side, horrible on the offensive side. Could not do anything. And so when you look at that, it's just very hard for me then to go and back them on the road at Seattle with a team that is going to have, you know, listen, if there, if there are any home field advantages, true home field advantages left in in major in, yeah. in the NFL, it would be. In Seattle would certainly be one of them. Um, on the Titans side, now, they're just questionable. That doesn't mean they're going to miss or anything like that. But 
Uh, Jayon Brown and Bud Dupree, both starting linebackers for, for the uh, Titans, are both questionable in this thing. Tight end Anthony Ferkser. Both is questionable as well. On the Seahawks side, DJ Reed is a corner for them. He's questionable. And then offensive guard Damian Lewis is questionable for them as well. Now, I'm trying to block out what what Seattle did to the Colts last week. I don't think the Colts are very good. I think Seattle's offense has a chance to be able to score on just about anybody. So I'm trying to block that out and not look at this like, oh, okay, this is definitely Seattle. Definitely they're going to win this game. But the Titans, you know, I expect a – Bit of a regression from both of these teams. A little bit better on the Titans side, a little bit better on the Seahawks side. Does that equal a six-point win? I don't know. I I have a lean at six and a half to the Titans. I just can't. I'm, I'm going to have to see it first. Yeah, I agree. Too many points, but it's not like I'm running to bet it. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but if a seven pops, I'll be on it. The other thing about Red Zone Channel, and I'm not sure about the Siciliano version, which is Red Zone Classic. But I think we talked about this off air earlier in the week. Yeah. The Hanson version, not a hint of a point spread. Not a hint at any point. Saving Vison Sunday program. That's Thank right. You. Continue not to mention any points yeah. point spreads or anything. That was, yeah. I, I was I was blown away. Like it just in those games where it was monumental, where it, what it was right. doing, like the Lions coming all oh. the way back to get inside the number. It's almost you have to go out of your way not to mention it. Right. That, from that's our perspective like. of the world. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just thought I'd throw that in there. Check out the Green Zone, though. On ah, the Green Zone. You'll star- get that information. Starring a cast of thousands. Who do we got this week? Uh, well, it's Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds always, and then they've got stringers all with all around every game watching. Stringers in different towns, or they're watching different games, yes. basically. Yeah. Gotcha. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds. Wes Reynolds, who uh, I think co-hosts every show here on the network. I'm just, pretty sure. When Kelly said they have stringers and every, it just rem- reminds me of, a, of an old Ludacris song. But I'm just, but yeah, I just like, you know, <laughs> we'll, we can't. We can't Luda. Here, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, cash, if you had a Ludacris reference on yes. the show, that cashed at plus 550. <laughs> All right, let's go to Sunday night. Something about area codes or something. <laughs> oh, I know that one. <laughs> Chiefs at Ravens. This is the one that uh, probably left all of us the most incredulous. Now, just as background, I do a guessing line show Monday morning, so I'm in a cocoon. I don't know the numbers. So you went to Kelly last week looking at the look ahead, and you guys were incredulous. And then when I did it Sunday morning, excuse me, Monday morning with Chrissy Andrews on guessing lines, uh, I guess before the Ravens even took the field, I guess this would be five and a half. He said, you're way off. It's two and a half. We're at four now. And again, I have a $1 bet with Chrissy that it will get to five and a half by game time. Four in favor of the Chiefs. I see some three and a halves, though, still, right? As well? Or is it four everywhere? It is. No, there's a couple three and a halves. Okay. Yeah, a couple yeah, three and a half. DraftKings is at three and a half. Yeah. But, there, man, it is a lot more fours than I thought it was at this point. Um, so, yeah, when I walked over to Kelly and showed him that, it was one and a half. And <laughs> oh so God. that was a... That was an insta insta bet for me. Uh, so I have them at one and a half and have them at three. Um, so the Chiefs injury report came back clean. And when I say it came back clean, what that means, that means Honey Badger and Frank Clark are both back for this Chiefs defense. So a Chiefs defense that was out without two of their key starters last week, both of those guys back. Ravens, not a clean injury report. Cornerback Chris Westry moved to IR. Uh, defensive end Derek Wolf out for this game. Left tackle Ronnie Staley is technically questionable, but if you listen to Jake, Jason Lockenfora and then a couple of the beat writers, he's expected not to play. So not you're not going to have your starting left tackle in this game. Both Jimmy Smith and Marlon Humphrey, starting corners that are healthy, are questionable for this game. Marquise Brown, Devin Duvernay, both questionable for this game as well. Wow. Injury report is brutal for this Ravens team. That, by the way, 
had Lamar Jackson running for his life last week. Sure did. 54% of the time, 54% of the time, the Raiders got pressure on Lamar Jackson. This Chiefs defensive line, this Chiefs defense is better, by the way, far better than the Raiders, than the Raiders defense. And so the other thing here is the Ravens do not get any pressure at all with their front four. The way they generate pressure is a highly, highly, highly blitz-centric defensive scheme by Wink Martindale. They blitz all the time, and that's how they get pressure on the quarterbacks. Guess who just happens to be the greatest quarterback in the history of mankind against the Blitz? Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. So blitz him all day long uh, if you want to, Baltimore, and he's just going to pick you apart because that's what Patrick Mahomes does. He is fantastic against the Blitz and reading the Blitz and knowing exactly where to go with the ball when people blitz against him. And so I think this could be a bloodbath. I, I, I'm fine with everybody saying, oh, this is an overreaction deal to the Ravens. No, it's, it's, it's not, in my opinion. This is... A Ravens team that's coming in this thing pretty beat up. A Ravens team that has a backfield that now they have to go to Devontae Freeman, by the way, is as to activate to have enough warm bodies to run the ball. And you have a couple of starting wide receivers who are both questionable with a wide with two wide receivers that aren't they're already out because they're on IR. And then you have the inaccuracies that we saw last week from from Lamar Jackson. I mean, there's just so many things working against this Ravens team here. That's not to say that they won't get better over the course of the season. Once everything starts to kind of get back into place and everybody starts to get healthy on this team, but that is not where they're at right now. And uh, this chiefs team, again, clean injury report, get two of their starting defensive guys back. And Oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and everybody else in the cast of thousands here with a revamped offensive line. It's uh, I, I think the line is still short at three and a half. If I didn't, if, if I had just, fallen onto this earth and didn't have an opportunity to get it at one and a half or at three, I would still bet it at three and a half. My uh, minus three, which I bought down to minus three at the time, is still my favorite bet of the week. My biggest yeah. bet in my account, Chiefs minus three in this ball game. Uh, we do still have the Monday night game to get to the lines of the Packers, which is a double digit point spread. We will get to that eventually, but we interrupt this uh, week two flow with some college football next. Chris Malik of the Bear from ESPN's College Game Day, Stanford Stephen the Bear podcast, and of course, Daily Wager. He will join us to talk all things football tomorrow. We'll do that next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.